Hey, it's Jason here. I've got something special to share with you today. Earlier this month, Travis and I hosted the Big Leap Livecast. It was a live online event where we interviewed eight speakers from our upcoming Camp Indie event and asked them to share their personal story and their best advice for taking the leap from conventional lifestyle to a location-independent lifestyle, a travel-based lifestyle, working on something that you love and building something for yourself. And we were blown away by the advice they shared. And as soon as we started hearing all this incredible value and advice these speakers were giving, we thought we have to share this on the Location Indie podcast. So even if you weren't there during the live cast, you're here now. We've broken this up into eight different episodes. And in this one, you're going to hear from one of our speakers about how they took a big leap in their own lives. And whatever big leap is next for you, you're going to get some advice on how to tackle that in this show. So you are in for a treat. Before we dive in, don't forget, check out Camp Indie, I-N-D-I-E.com, CampIndie.com, and get your ticket to the world's most fun conference before March 1st, because the ticket prices are going up. And this is a conference that we are hosting, Travis and I are hosting, at a summer camp. Yes, you're going to get to go to summer camp and hang out with a bunch of amazing people, get plugged into a community that can help you take your next big leap because they say, hey, leap and the net will appear. But you know, isn't it smarter if the net's already there? And that net is a community that will support you. And that's what you'll find at Camp Indy. So come hang out, eat some s'mores, do some wakeboarding, shoot some archery, come to the 80s dance party. We have a ton of stuff going on there. It's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Thanks for listening. Well, right now, we're excited to welcome our first guest expert and one of our uh, speakers at camp this year, Kaz Makepeace from whytravelblog.com, one of the biggest travel blogs out there. Uh, You guys are huge, and you've been doing it for a long time, so we're excited to pick your brain today. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm pumped for Camp Indy now, hearing you guys chat about it. It's going to be so much fun. And 77-year-old from Australia, that's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I believe Casey's words to me when I I told her, because we were talking, and she was like, you better make sure they come to camp. Like, we'll treat them like royalty. Because who who of us who's younger than 77 doesn't want to hope that when we're 77, we're going to camp? So there's the whole idea of a role model right there. Absolutely. That's someone I want to hang out with. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So Kaz, we're super excited to have you on because and and because we've got to have you on a bunch of different live casts. Basically yeah. every live cast we've done over the last, I don't know, seven years, we've been fortunate enough to have you on. Sometimes yeah. from your car, now from yeah. your home in Raleigh. <laughs> You've always made it work. But I want to start people out on on your story right now, like to like yep. just paint the picture in a couple minutes of your present reality. What does life look like for you right now? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to I think it's really important to let everyone know that it's not perfect because I think people are striving for that and it's not real. So my life is not perfect, but I'm in control of it. And that's where the beauty and the joy comes in. Um, so at the moment, we're based in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
and uh, we just finished a 12-month road trip of the US. So we're very happy to have roots finally. <laughs> and so our travel experiences now are more like coming in and out of uh, Raleigh, using that as a base, and continue to exploring uh, to explore as a family and travel that way, but just to have some roots finally. Congratulations on that. That's like a whole yeah. other thread that will... I, I think we'll have to invite you onto the podcast to talk about that. Yeah. Settling yeah. down That's after a, so many years. <laughs> yeah. We're going to jump in the time machine here and go back because obviously a lot's happened since you... I, I don't know what you would define as your first big leap, whether it was a mindset thing or some kind of action you took, but just wondering what was going on when all of this started for you. Because like you said... I love that you started out that like none of this is perfect and you can't, there's no ideal perfect version of life, but mm -hmm. you came from someplace where you must've been dissatisfied and you decided to take action. And what, what, where were you and what happened? Yeah. So, uh, very unsatisfied with my life, uh, in some aspects, my life since I graduated from university has always involved travel, but I was a teacher. And so I was living in other countries teaching and I, I was able to travel that way. But um, And I was doing it with my husband, Craig, but we got too old for working holiday visas. So we knew that we wanted to continue this travel lifestyle, but we couldn't find any other way to do it. So we started to look for something of our own. Um, and I, I heard you mention, um, Jace, about chasing the wrong things that didn't come from your heart and you weren't passionate about. Well, that was us. And we made so many mistakes, uh, went through real bad financial times, um, lost everything we had and the result of that and um, was just striving for a better way. And somewhere along that way, we managed to see travel blogs and said, well, yeah, we can do this. This is about my heart. This yeah. is what I know and love. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what's in my heart not having a single clue as to what that would look like, where it would lead me, how to do it. I just showed up every day and lived from my heart. And then it evolved from there. Yeah. I think that will be a theme. I, is my guess, because we've done enough of the uh, live mm -hmm. cast, and people saying, like, I didn't know how to do it, right? And I, I, th I want people to hear that. We don't have all the answers still. You don't have all the answers still. We certainly didn't have all no. the answers when we started out. And so there's always going to be apprehension and fear, whether it's your first leap, your fifth leap, your hundredth leap, because that's the thing. It doesn't, you don't take one and then, oh, life is perfect. And now here I am mm -hmm. and I'm just going to live in this static environment. It's a continual little tiny jumps to, to, better and better your life based on what you want. And you did that by saying, all right, we're nomadic. Now we're settling down a bit. You know, it's a constantly evolving thing. But the best part about building this lifestyle is as you what you want evolves, you can evolve with it versus trying to fit your lifestyle around usually what it is as a professional or a location. Yeah, that's right. And um, I think that's what everyone wants is that freedom and that control. And that comes with taking those giant leaps of faith, which is what we're all talking about, and figuring out because if we don't figure out how to manage and control that, we will stop leaping and then we, we won't be able to leap at all ever. And it's in the leaping that you figure it out and then you find out how it works and then you just apply. I, I say it's a formula. I figured out a formula for leaping that I now apply to every single situation. And I know it works because I've looked at 
the leaps and I've looked at the patterns and I've looked at every time how it's worked, whether it's worked in the way I thought it was going to, whether I fell flat on my face when I leapt or whether I landed solidly on the ground and continued on running. So I think it's imp- I think it's the most important thing for people to, to do take control of is managing the fear and taking the leap. Okay, so one of the things we want to do with each speaker is to really pull out some actionable stuff. And when you say formula, sure. I can see yeah. Travis and I both like alarm bells are going off. <laughs> ding, 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 formula. We want to hear the formula. I just wanted to point out one thing you said. You kind of mentioned the uh, the freedom and control aspect. And it the irony is you have to like let go of the yeah. control in order to gain, gain the, control. the control, which is uh, kind of a crazy thing. But let's let's hear about this formula you kind of developed basically upon reflection. Yeah. Well, it was something that a process I went through when we first took our our first major, what I call our major leap with this blog in 2013, when we decided to really walk our talk and travel around Australia full time with our girls. Our blog was only three years at the time and the uh, logic told us it was not possible. We didn't have the money, the resources. We left and lived in a tent for three months. Like we really weren't able to do this. Um, and How old we were your had kids a lot of time. I'm sorry. They were six and two. Okay. Yeah. Um, two. Wow. And my, yeah. And my two year old is like a bundle of energy and still is. So, you know, it wasn't an easy leap. <laughs> um, and so we, I went through this process and I, I was terrified because we had gone through this financial uh, struggle for many years and we still weren't out of it. And I was so frightened. And what I did, I came up with this formula. Now, I repeat this now for every major decision and the same thing happens. I leap, I land, I'm okay. So first of all, I had to assess, okay, um, what's going to be the best case scenario? If I leap here and everything goes well, what will be the best case scenario? Mm. And so for me, that meant that, okay, we'd travel around the country, we'd have amazing memories with our families, our blog and our income would grow, and then we could rinse and repeat in other countries wherever we wanted. So then I had to say, okay, what was the worst case scenario? Okay, well, at the time we were living with our in-laws, so the worst case scenario, we were going to fail. I'm going to end up back living with my in-laws. Not ideal, but I knew I'd be okay. I could survive. And if I needed to, I could work at the local supermarket. Again, not ideal, but I wouldn't die. And then another important thing is if I don't make the leap, what will my life look like? Hmm. And so for me, that was going to be full of a lot of regret, a lot of the same, being stuck and never getting that life that I dream about. It's always going to be out there. It's always going to be someone else living it and not me. Mm. And so then the decision came, okay, well, I know the worst case scenario. Can I accept it? Yes, not ideal. I can accept it. I'll be okay. I have a plan for it. Now I'm going to push that away. And it's in my best interest and for the life I desire now that I leap. And so I leap and I put all my commitment, intention, focus and actions into making the best case scenario happen. Yeah, I absolutely love that you not only look at the best case and worst case, but then look at the if I don't do it, what does life look like? Because that's Mm -hmm. an important question to ask yourself. You know, a lot of times people get stuck on worst case scenario. And if this happens, where am I? 
But that's if you do make the leap, what's the worst case scenario? Like for a lot of us yeah. probably feeling the same way that you are, because what's the worst case scenario if you don't make the leap? Like that is probably worse than the worst case scenario if you do, right? And then it becomes easy. Totally. You're like, all right, best yeah. case scenario, I make the leap, everything goes well, I have my lifestyle. Worst case, I make the leap, I'm back to where I am now with the in-laws, what have you. Worst case, if I never do, I'm 60 years old sitting here saying, what death? And I think that, you know, we can go into all the cliches you want of, you know, when people ask, you know, when they're passing away, like, what is the things that you wish you had done? And almost everyone answers, you know, whether it be follow your heart, travel more, spend more time with your family, all things that you're saying, this goes into what I want out of my life. I want to be able to travel. I want to spend time with my family. I don't want to be stuck at a job doing stuff I don't love. And, um, you know, I think that that's pretty amazing way to look at it. Just looking at those three questions, right? It doesn't have to be complicated. Look at those three questions. And that's going to help give you some peace or at least give you some something to shoot for. And that's why I wanted to lead off this call asking people, what is your ideal lifestyle? Because you, you want to make it concrete a little bit instead of just yeah. hoping something happens. Yeah, exactly. You, you really want to be very crystal clear on what it is that you're leaping towards. Otherwise, you're going to be doing a lot of flapping around and not really <laughs> going anywhere. So you really and you really want to be very clear on why, why you want it. Why is that so important to you? So that does give you the strength that you do need to take the leap. And really, um, we fear for a reason. Our fears are just, they just want to keep us safe. And so look at your fear as like a family member or a friend. They're just trying to keep you safe. So you have to come up with a plan for it. And you have to say to fear, okay, I hear you. I get it. You're worried about this worst case scenario happening. Don't worry. I've got a plan for that. Now here's the plan. We'll be okay. And then fear will go, okay, all right, I think we're, we're going to be okay. Go on, take the leap. Yeah, it seems like your answer for the third question would probably be the common answer, right? Which is, uh, well, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it, right? Which is funny because mm. it's we think about, oh, well, if you're somebody that wants to live, say, a location-dependent lifestyle or travel more, you're thinking about sort of the external things, right? Like, oh, I'm going to get to travel. I'm going to get to do this and that. But that's really an internal thing. like Because even if you fail, you can at least say, well, I don't regret like I, that I tried, you know, like you, you yeah. that, that counts for something. And that's, uh, that's another empowering element of this, I think, because yes, there's the worst case scenario and hopefully you don't have to fall back on it. And I, I find like most often, I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've talked to anybody that's actually had to fall back on their worst case scenario. They're like, well, actually at the grocery store right now working, I got to go back. I'm on break. <laughs> you know, we can, we can hear Kaz at like checkout, like scanning the things and oh, a can of tomatoes, beep, 39 cents. Um, you know, because that's a great point, Jay, because it's a continuum, right? You have like your best yeah. case scenario, you have your worst case scenario. A lot of times, honestly, your best case scenario is going to change, right? Like you guys were nomadic. You wanted to go around the world. I've been following you and your husband's Facebook recently since you've kind of bunked into Raleigh. It's awesome to hear how like you thought the best case scenario there was getting a camper, being going around the US. You did it and realized, okay, now that's changing a bit. Mm -hmm. But you, you fall usually somewhere in between. Like even, I think that's what people can ask. If you want a fourth question to ask yourself, say, all right, what's my best case? What's my worst case? And what does it look like in the middle? You know, yeah. because if you look at what it looks like in the middle, that's probably way better than where you are right now. And that's where you're most likely to fall especially in the first couple of years, right? Like it, it will take some time. Yeah, and so if you fall does. in the middle, you know, and, and you're like, wow, this is, 
you know, 10 times better than I am now. Yeah. Let's go for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just a couple of steps further than where you were, that's a, that's a result. That's a good result. And one thing I think uh, that I do talk about a lot, which I think is really important. And I really think that for people to understand this, because people may take the leap, they land and they hit this place and they end up quitting. And that place is the place of chaos. And it's so important for people to understand that even when you take the leap, whenever you're making any kind of change at all, you're going to go through a period of adjustment, which I call the period that's a chaos, where everything feels like it's falling apart. And you go, oh my God, I leapt and now everything seems worse than what it was and this is happening and this is not working and that's not working. It's normal because that's how you move from one level to another. You have to shake off the old and it takes time. And you, you think you think about the butterfly emerging from the cocoon, the struggle that it goes through to release that cocoon and come out as this beautiful, how funny that the butterfly's behind <laughs> me I'm saying that, but <laughs> it's good for us to know that. And so for, for people to find their strength that even though they've left and it feels like right now they made the wrong decision, to stay crystal clear on what it is that they want to have faith in that and to just breathe deep and keep moving forward because pretty soon that butterfly will emerge. So because of your work online, running a travel blog, you get to do all these amazing things, which we could have just spent 20 minutes talking about all of your travels, right? I mean, easily and yeah. all the highlights and, and we could go through those. But um, I wanted to ask you about the in-person connections you made. Like how much has sort of community and in-person type stuff helped you build your business? Uh, and and it's, a, I mean, it sounds like a leading question, but I just want an honest answer, right? It's everything to me, everything. Um, I, I wouldn't be here living this life and it wouldn't be purposeful without the community that, that I've had and the people that I've met and the connections. That's what we're all here for is not to say, well, I checked off these 10 destinations off my list. It is I had these connections with another human being. And this blogging, this journey that we're all on is tough. It's this crazy roller coaster ride. And because most of us are doing it online through our computers in our own space, it can feel very lonely. Yeah. So to have that community around you, that's the strength, the, the people that's going to get you through the chaos, people that you can turn to in the low moments who are going to boost you up and because they get what you do and they go through those moments too, they really are going to boost you up. They're going to give you insights and share their wisdom and information and just allow to have this space where you can just enjoy and appreciate and acknowledge and celebrate what it is you do. I, I live for the community that we have. I, I, I find any opportunity I can to connect with them and hang out. And uh, conferences, I go to a lot, lot of conferences and I'm so excited about Camp Indy because it is going to be about that connection on a much deeper level. We get to go like zip lining and hang around campfires. I mean, it's incredible. It's not just about the learning, which is super important, but it's about being with people who get you. Yeah. When you were mentioning being in the time of chaos, 
all I kept thinking is how many times I've called Jay up or or yeah. my other friends. And it's been like, oh my gosh, this is happening, you know, and just like yeah. kind of just ranted and raved. And then you're on the other end, like sometimes they don't even have to say anything. They just have to listen. Um, and, yeah. and it'd be like, oh my gosh, I just got that off my chest. It's going to be okay yeah. because I've talked to someone else about it or, or, you know, it's funny. Like usually if I'm having a down day, he's having an up day or vice versa. Uh, today we're both having an up day because we get to talk to everyone. <laughs> yeah. in the but it's just so incredible how much you need that. Like if you're in your own head yeah. and you're not getting out, that is going to be the thing that that will be the ultimate killer because you're just going to keep spiraling down, 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 down. And when you can pull yourself out or have someone to help pull you out, um, that's where the community comes in. And and as you mentioned, the second part of that is then when you're having fun and and you're having yes. the celebration is so much better with other people to talk to and to hang out about it versus just you sitting there in your office like we hit 1 million blog post you know page views this month it's like no we might as well celebrate together let's go have s'mores together right yeah yeah it's going to be awesome <laughs> I awesome. can't wait to hang by the campfire with you, Cass. What I know. Do you, it'd be fun. I know. Fun, really yeah. Talk about that, right? We've been talking on these things for a while, and we're like, we finally get to hang out. Um, do you want to share a little bit about what you're going to be talking about at Camp Indie? Yeah, I'm going to be sharing my insights and strategy behind building a uh, community via email, which is super important, especially when we're struggling with algorithms all the time. Um, how you can do that through your own very own personal email list that you own and control. Awesome. Do you have one specific thing you're most excited about at Camp Indy? Like, is there an activity or an event or something that you're like, all right, I can't wait to do this? Oh, for me, I'm a massive lover of paddle boarding. So, and it seems so simple, I guess. But I just love getting out there on the water and paddle boarding. So I'm just excited to do that and just hang around the campfire and just chat because I know just how special those moments are. So for me, it's and it's just about hanging with people who get my vibe and who understand and I can have those kind of real conversations about what we do within this lifestyle. Nice. And there will be zip lining too, as you mentioned. Okay. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. There's zip lining it's too. So much fun. Yeah, yeah. Our own private lake for you to paddleboard around as much as your heart's oh, content, right? I would love it. You can earn you can earn <laughs> those drinks then. Go paddleboard yeah, and come back, exactly. grab a drink, you know. <laughs> exactly. My right, philosophy. Well, thank you so much for um taking the time to join us. And I mean my pleasure. We, we've got Trudy coming on next, actually. She just checked in. So um awesome. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, well, you can hang out for a second and meet her if you like. You guys would be hanging out at camp. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just been wonderful to know you over the these last years. And Same. I just feel grateful being able to connect with people like you. And this is this is what makes a huge difference. You know, it's um you get to have these conversations and be around this certain energy that that you vibe with, and you have to kind of put yourself in those circles, right? Like they don't just you can't just sit at home and have those things happen. So I just feel super fortunate to be in some kind of circle with you and we're we're, we're really uh grateful that you're taking the, your valuable time to come to camp indy so we, i really mean that from thank the heart so thank you thank you and i mean it from the heart too i'm really excited to be involved in it so thank you i love anything that you guys do you're both so genuine and authentic and 
you can tell what you do, you come from the heart and you really want to help people. So I love getting behind that. So I'm, I'm always into anything you guys are doing. I'm there. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks for the kind words and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you too. Have fun. <laughs> Bye. <Alrighty. laughs>